0: The first time we saw in, in in a in a Winter Soldier and in other Marvel content, the first time someone said "Hell Hydra," we all lost our minds.
1: we are like, "Oh, that was shit. insane!" <laughs> to the point where I relive that moment right. in my mind all right. the time.
0: Welcome to something to marvel about, a podcast where we discuss and dissect MCU releases. My name's English Dave. And joining me is someone whose birthday is just around the corner, my host, Raven. What's up, Raven?
1: What up, Dave? It's Leo season, baby. <laughs> Let's go.
0: As we're recording this, Raven's birthday is tomorrow.
1: War. Yeah. yeah. It is. Are you excited? Yeah.
0: Sorry, I can't yeah. be there to celebrate with you. I wish I, I, wish I could. I
1: know. I invited you to every birthday party, regardless. And I know I, know, I, the I got the invite. of the other side of the country. And so Paris, I made like, sure you invite Dave. She's I, like, she, oh, I'm she, gonna. She did. She did. She was like, You think it's just gonna make him more upset that like he can't make it? I was like, No, I think you'd be more upset that he wasn't invited.
0: You know me very well. <laughs> and that's how I know you're not a scroll. <laughs> Can I tell you? I was you? like,
1: how dare you not invite him?
0: Can I tell you when I when I got when I got the invite, I was like, Oh yes. And then I saw the date. I was like, but oh. <laughs> yes, I was excited to be involved. Of course I have to be involved. No. Exactly.
1: I was like, he's because- my best friend. Good call. It's like, Good you call. better invite him. Like what? I was like, what if he coincidentally was just going to be in New York? I don't know where that would be. Right, in. right. But, and he didn't know I had a party coming up.
0: Or, you know? or what if in the future I'm able to create a time travel device and I'm like, I can finally make it, but damn, I wasn't invited.
1: See what I'm saying? What if you finally figured out teleportation?
0: Exactly. Today
1: was, Sunday was the day. Yeah. And then... You know, you had no idea that the location you needed to teleport to was my party because you didn't know what was going on. Yeah, you know, you I could decided a, to some,
0: teleport somewhere else instead because I didn't think right. You know,
1: some tropical location or something, chilling on a beach, right, having right. no idea I got a pool party going on.
0: And no matter what the tropical location is, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make up for me not.
1: It wouldn't because you could just go there right after my party and, and I could, you teleport, could
0: take me. Uh take the whole party
1: obviously oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're already partying we're already drunk right. just bring us somewhere else right. just fine. like alright
0: we're gonna teleport oh, we're house can go around just hold the house <laughs> everyone get in <laughs> exactly the
1: whole thing everybody get in here we just get it, boop, boop. There we're just gonna boop the whole bus you can, you can teleport a bus does oh, everybody house, get on the bus and then just yeah. like hold the steering wheel maybe and just zoop zoop you know
0: oh, zoop zoop exactly yeah and because i've already That's gone to the to the tropical location i'm able to create a space so that we can zoot zoot carefully
1: you know see, knowing you that you'll have a safe parking spot exactly for see? a whole and how
0: could we, we do all of this if i didn't get an invite
1: exactly if we didn't invite you we'd never end up in a tropical location no for my birthday Come on now.
0: good call I'm
1: gonna think ahead <laughs> on these
0: things <laughs> good call we're here to talk <laughs> secret invasion ep- episode five. But you can tell we'd rather talk other things. Oh, <laughs> Raven, before we get the actual episode, episode, who episode.
1: Think we, who would have ever thought we'd be burning Marvel shows, man? It's usually DC disses.
0: Raven, penultimate episode. We're literally hours away from the final episode. How do I don't you f- even care. I was, going, I was about to ask, how do you feel so far? But <laughs> there you go. <laughs> They, like, like there you go I, I was talking to Paris about it The other day uh, Your Paris And uh, yeah, I think I think You can correct me if I'm wrong But I think she still had
1: hope She did until like today <laughs> Like, I think today Today was the day she woke up this morning And was like Damn. You and Dave are right It should be better <laughs> and, and she's like Because she's like, it's good And I'm yeah, like, it's not we're bad. not saying it's not, it's not yeah. Good It is good but it's supposed to be the best like
0: at least the competing the best like in the conversations of what's the best you should be able to throw that in there and people can be like
1: huh okay i see your point on par with secret invasion reveals right like like i mean not secret uh, invasion on par with winter soldier reveal yeah, exactly. it should have been more epic than the winter soldier reveal because winter soldier comics aren't about any type of infiltration, invasion, anything. So you wasted your biggest oh shit on Winter Soldier. That's like, random. The th- don't call it secret invasion.
0: The first time we saw in in, in a in a um, Winter Soldier and in other Marvel content, the first time someone said Hell Hydra, we all lost our minds. We're like,
1: oh. Oh, that was insane. Shit. To the point where I relived that moment right. in my mind all right. the time. That was one of the craziest movie reveals ever. Oof. To me at least. Oof. In in little old Mia's life. Actually, I'm getting up there now. I've been yeah. around for a minute. But either way, you know, the point is that all the movies I've seen, that's still one of the biggest reveals mm-hmm. I've ever seen. And Secret Invasion, the comics. Is some of the biggest reveals in comic history, ever. So knowing the capabilities of Marvel, I just assumed, and maybe maybe that's on me. Maybe I made an ass out of myself by assuming, but I just really thought that Secret Invasion was gonna like bring it home in a way it's never been brought.
0: You know, one of the things you and I always kind of hoped for was that. This whole, oh, Fury's old and tired and blah, blah. was all a fake out. You know, Fury knew what was up. He was faking everybody out. But I don't know. I think narratively now it it doesn't make sense to throw that in there because we just feel random. Based on what we've seen, it seems like he's always playing catch up. You know, we, we found out this episode about, we'll get into it in a bit, uh, about the harvest and, and Gravik wanting to grab the harvest. And, and Fury's like, yeah, that's why I came back. And things like that. So, he's always, you know, we always assumed, again, this is on us we made an asset of you and me um, is that, (laughs) <laughs> was that Fury, because we knew Fury's away for a while, right? We knew Fury had been yeah. away for a while. We hadn't seen him in a few movies. He showed up in Spider-Man, but that wasn't him. That was actually Talos in disguise. So Fury had been away. And for us comic nerds who'd read Secret Invasion, similar thing happened. During Civil War, Fury went away. But in the comic, the reason why he went away is because he found out about the Secret Invasion and he'd know who to trust and he was doing some un- undercover shit. And by the time we and the world in Marvel found out about it, Fury's already been doing this thing. Whereas in this show, he's the last to know. You know, like, he's playing catch-up. he's been told he's playing catch-up. He's old and all that kind of stuff. But here's my question, Raven. Why is Fury off his game? They tried to tell us. They're like, oh, you blipped the snap. But why? Everyone got blipped and snapped, at least half of the universe. Why are you, Nick fucking Fury, off of your game? I don't believe it outside of people telling me that he's off his game.
1: Right. Right. And it also makes me feel like, I don't know, okay, so if Fury doesn't know shit, why are we why is this show from Fury's perspective? That's my question too. Because if we're all just gonna sit around confused for six episodes anyway, did we have to spend this journey from Nick Fury's perspective? Like no one knows shit. Even uh even Sonia Fallsworth. She didn't even know Rhodey was a scroll, So it's like, and, and she seems to know everything. So it's kind of just But that very makes like, more
0: sense because she's not around Rhodey like that.
1: Right, right. But it's just very like, I don't, it, it seems like scrambling. And like, I watched, um, what is it, Screen Crush, like Ryan Airy mm. was talking about the episode or talking about the show and talking about the fact that the show almost feels like it's a low budget show. Yes. Even though they had a so much budget, budget 200 yeah. 200 million dollars, you know, which is a lot of money for a show. It's like the flat lighting, you know, it just like empty rooms because like the opening scene the for example.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That that for me was really hard to ignore because like from a filmmaker's perspective, like I've seen and made student films that had more extras in the background. Than there were in an emergency room when the president just, when there was an attempted assassination on the president. I'm sorry, but someone who was fired, who has no clearance, who happened to be at the scene of the crime when the president was almost assassinated after being fired, how is it possible that Nick Fury is on the same floor? Mm. You know, that he made it up onto the hospital floor with a gun. With a gun. What? And there's no security detail. And he's just sitting there with a gun waiting for the president's people to show up with Rhodey. It was just very like, no, we spoke like it, it almost feels like the president isn't the president. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's they like, don't he's take like a president. senator. Right. Or like, like a state, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. A, a councilman or something. It's mm-hmm. like this guy I've seen councilmen more that we're treated with more regard and more importance than this president is being treated. This guy, him roaming out in the streets. This man's almost got murdered and he's just, people just chilling, coming up to his floor, threatening your security details lives. We spoke, what?
0: We spoke about this last episode where we mentioned, you know, the president, when they got uh, uh, hijacked in the first place, we we're like, this is president of the United States. How did you bring helicopters into this? You know, again, not to say it's impossible, but for us, for it to happen off screen, you needed to show us how you're able to get this and we even spoke about it before i thought we feel that that the the stakes and everything about the show feel small and i think in part is because what you just said in terms of how it's shot how it's given to us and i don't mind i don't need it to be this massive big scale thing when i say stakes are small it means like like we can stay in the small rooms and small things like that but it should still feel big in its own way, like, right. that small hallway should be filled with people, like you said. It should be full, busy, going crazy, everything like that. Even if why it's is in a small no one in
1: a panic? <laughs>
0: you know, like a president. Like, goes even up. the
1: nurses, you're not, you're not freaking out. We've than, seen like, more
0: panic in an episode of ER. Some, you know, like
1: <laughs> literally, literally. Like I watch, I watch the show 911. Right, mm-hmm. Paris and I watch that show. Great show. It's it's a lot of drama. It's crazy, but in 911, you see the chaos mm-hmm. of an emergency. On on a regular civilian, just a regular civilian, a kid walking down the street gets hit by a car. There is utter chaos in the waiting room, in the doctor's office, in the hospital. You know, their own parent can't come past a certain threshold or pass a certain door. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, what is going on that the president of the United States is almost assassinated by Russians and and people can just lackadaisical walk upstairs and chill. Doctors are super calm, relaxed. Like this is a big deal because you could possibly, like, you failing could result in the death of the president. Like I don't, I just feel like, I don't know. The doctors would have a, a different and sense actually of start urgency. World War III. Like whatever happens from your actions, you doing a bad job could spark. World War Three. I I just personally feel the doctors would be under a lot of pressure. I think the hospital would be right. under a lot of pressure. It just it just felt too calm. It felt like a student film. It felt like I don't know. So far, this series is almost feeling like student budget. You know, tries to make big scale movie. It's like it's like when you make a movie and you're asking for money and budget to make a bigger production. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. this is what this feels like. This, like a, this feels pitch. like a pitch. Yeah. Right.
0: You, you know, you mentioned Sonya and perspective. I, this episode made me realize two things. One, I really love Sonya a lot, and she's been underutilized in this show. because like last episode, we didn't even really see her. And two, maybe the show should have been her perspective. You know, and, and then have Fury join in like, yes, I've been watching everything and watching you. You're the one person I can trust. I've been following this for a long time so like we're in so like he's already he already knows about it he already knows who's a scroll because again we don't the, part of the reason that with that roadie scroll we spoke to about, about it before didn't hit is because it doesn't hit to anyone on the show because it's like fury kind of knew there's no like oh shit you're a scroll Fury's like yeah kind right. of he figured it out but it's not like this oh shit moment so if no one's feeling oh shit why are we feeling oh shit and and if it was her perspective of being the audience surrogate to get kind to of get into this You Could always put Fury on the front of everything, and then it played it play better where we're trying to kind of play this narrative of Fury is old, Fury's off his game because I don't believe he's off his game just because he's old, he's not that kind of person. It wouldn't just be like it would be a gradual process, so there's nothing that the story tells me that Fury's off his game, but I it doesn't make sense to me why someone like Fury, who again, like Tony Stark said, even his secrets have secrets, you know, like what. I don't think the blip is enough to put him off his game. In fact, I think it would do the opposite and make him super on his game. Like, well, that's never going to happen again. Space stuff or creating all this stuff to make sure. I mean, look what he did after after uh, uh, Loki. He was like, all right, helicarriers everywhere. <laughs> you know, like Cap had to stop him and like, yo, 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 check yourself, relax with that. You know, and so it just, it doesn't make sense to me, which by the way, for a person who created the helicarriers as a deterrent, only to realize that it was taken over by Hydra, and he was like, oh, shit, this thing I created was used against evil. Why would you make the harvest? Do you know, like, why would you do that? Why would you collect, like, what is the purpose of collecting the blood samples of all the heroes? I like the fact that he mentions that. Two things I like in that regard. One, Captain Marvel uh, bled blood. You made me bleed my own blood. And um, they call it the Battle of Earth, because you had the Battle of New York. It's called the Battle Mm -hmm. of Earth kind of like that's the first time we've heard that but why would raven why would fury make the harvest why would he collect all that for what purpose knowing that if it's in the wrong hands that's it everyone's fucked
1: my thing too that's bothering me about this series is also the blind trust for the scrolls from fury like i feel like you don't trust humans the same way that you said there isn't enough tolerance like fury comes from earth and and from the south you know you know as a as a black man from the south of a certain time you know uh you can't trust everyone and for you to trust outside of your species altogether while also dealing with all of the what, what intergalactic problems we've dealt with over the past 30 years um the fact that fury would continue to blindly trust the scrolls and and send the scrolls into the battlefield or or you know what is it into the fallout yeah to retrieve these samples is kind of like strange to the point where i'm like what the hell is going on like paris thinks he's a squirrel
0: <laughs> which this
1: i'm like now. no there's no yeah. way this, this um, point now. But, but it's also like you know it's just
0: well i think i that's, know it's <laughs> i think what they're trying to say narratively with that is that his hubris of kind of, you know, kind of what we mentioned last episode, where you talked about, oh the previous episode, I can't remember which one it was, when you talk about how Fury sees them as dogs, right? And that, like, loosely speaking, not directly, but in terms of to do what I need. I think that's part of, narrative part of his hubris of being like, I'll tell them what to do, they'll do what I say. He never thought they would turn against him, right? And I think that's part of his hubris there, narratively. But I still think, even though, I can believe that he would trust certain scrolls. To do what he needs to do from his blind hubris but i don't believe he wouldn't keep tabs on what every scroll is doing it wouldn't shock him he wouldn't find out after the fact that there's a million scrolls. he would know about Gravik's plan to recruit all these people he who'd hear rum he would have he would have scroll recruits spying on the scrolls to tell him because
1: <laughs> you know. my thing is right like isn't the point of you going above ground to like have like a bird's eye view or like a you know satellite view of what's going on on the ground like isn't that the whole point you have like a higher perspective so you kind of like
0: you have redundancies you know
1: right right because you know right you know you're you're nick fucking fury like what i don't trust nobody the thing that's bothering me too about this show is i'm like i don't know maybe maybe it's too much nick fury maybe we've had too much time with nick fury that's made us realize how much of a flawed character he is i don't know it's like certain things. I didn't need to see all this about Nick Fury. I want him to just be the cool guy. I know him to be. I want him to be a step ahead. You know, don't show me the times it, his he His flaws. Up, what's it gonna do? There's not.
0: I have no issue with the flaws, but the, it's it's how we're given the flaws. Because the flaws should be his. He is too Nick Fury. You know that should be his flaws. You know, you're too much of a Nick Fury. You're too paranoid. You're too distrusting. You're so far in that. That on that side, as opposed to the opposite side, where he's just like blah 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 and doesn't have a clue what's going right.
1: on. What were you doing in space that whole time?
0: Like, I th- that's what's you, bothering you me know, is I'm like, like,
1: I don't understand why you even left Earth then because because the blip
0: made him like, uh, like, and it and happened that's to what everyone too.
1: Because I was gonna say, <laughs> in the episode, I feel like they kind of almost tried to establish the reason as to why Nick Fury was gone. And even that, it's like these beautiful moments of like him talking about the fact that you know the only superpower he has is you know uh, what his uh, what a single mother put between his ears and the love wrapped around his finger from a woman that's greater than he'll ever be is like so if you think that the only thing the only thing of importance to you is your mind you know uh, and basically the love and knowledge of your mother and your wife why would you leave your wife
0: not even telling her for so
1: long (laughs) just to come back down be suspicious of her and you know like it just it's like the motivations aren't there enough we're getting like half-assed motivations Mm -hmm. and then it's like you're also kind of telling us that you have ptsd because it seems like the issue is also that like this is the first time Nick Fury really lost. And he's having a hard time with the fact that he lost, you know, like when when Thanos took over everything. I think that Nick Fury realized he really can't save the world and that all the contingencies he had, nothing worked out, we still failed. And that's fine. And like, Tony went through that. And we saw that with every major character, every Avenger, right? But the thing that bothers me with Nick Fury's is that we've never seen Nick Fury to just straight up give up or let go, which is what, Nick Fury is saying to Gaia in this episode, oh, you don't just let, you know, one thing keep you down, or I forget what the quote was. this is your time. Right, this is your time, you know? You don't let that keep you down, essentially, but it's like, okay, but you ran off like a little bitch Mm -hmm. to space for like six years. Like, what are you talking about? This was your time, you know? Because all the heroes left, and they failed us, so if you know how to save the world better than everybody, why do you leave, and what the hell were you doing? If now you just find when out. shit hits the fan, you're like, Oh, he's making too many old man mistakes. It's like an old person falling in and, slow motion.
0: And my thing you is know, I, you know, like it. I understand what you said about, you know, some of the other heroes had to deal with that. But the ones that dealt with that are the ones that survived, the survivors' guilt. They're not the ones that got blipped. The people that got blipped, at least from what we know so far, it was more instantaneous. Right. Right. Like, bro, blue, you blue.
1: weren't even around. <laughs>
0: right, Like, why are you? I can understand why Steve and them are like, damn, fuck. Because when? they failed. On they on
1: vacation. They, like, watched all
0: their, they watched all their peers disappear in front of their eyes. They did everything they can and they disappeared in front and of And spent
1: them. five years thinking they were never going to get them back.
0: Right, right. That's the thing too, you and, say goodbye to these people. And lived in the world that was
1: kind of getting better.
0: So you had the question, shit, am I bad or was that good? You know, you're, you right. all these things in which we got narrative in with the with the with the flag smashes in, in um in Falcon the Winter Soldier, which brings me to our next point. And I mentioned this before. The narrative of the scrolls is so close to the flag smashes that it doesn't add any impact. And they do that whole two things I don't I don't want anymore in storytelling, Raven. and we do our stories villains and i'm trying to to secretly start world war three can we just cut that out as a narrative uh, uh motivation yeah you know i'm not saying yeah. you can't do World War three but I'm just like i'm gonna secretly make everyone think they're fighting each other and so you can start world war three and then they do that with that the-,
1: the plot of quite a lot of movies not <laughs> is. the kingsman <laughs> plot
0: Lot of movies. This is a lot. <laughs> this is a lot.
1: I could probably name like ten <laughs> the, like in the next two minutes if I really thought about it.
0: It's it always is that quite the plot, and 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 also, I liked the idea of I did like the idea of of gravix people like being questioning him and be like, oh, what the hell's what are you doing, blah blah blah, all that kind of stuff. But the way it's done, I feel also kind of borders on that. Okay, we have one more episode left. Let's have the bad guy do something to his own, to their own people so their own people can kind of be like, yo, we don't feel this. Flag Smasher did the same thing when the main girl, Carly, as I can't remember her name exactly. Yeah. She wanted to blow up the building and the guy's like, but well, some of our people are in there. It's like it doesn't matter. You know, Gravik goes down that same road. And for me, I like the idea of Gravic just being play
1: that same song. <laughs> right,
0: right. But also like <laughs> Gravik by doing that and then changing the plan up to be, oh, you know what? Say that the Russians are working with the scrolls. And so that you can attack the scrolls, but then inadvertently start war by starting Russia. Why was that not your plan in the first place? First of all, because you could have just done that in the first place and just have scrolls have your men dressed as scrolls and and things and are Russians and then attack and say, Look, the Russians are doing this. That should be a plan for the first place.
1: I guess less casualties. Maybe he wasn't big crazy in the beginning. Now he's big crazy, so he changed his plot up a little bit. but got and a little to, larger on the scale. Two going on that point.
0: What, what he says after he kills, uh, 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 um, what's his name? You know, when he kills Beta after the mutiny, you know, he says to them, um, and even after, uh, when he kills, uh, uh Pagan, right? Which Pagan. I thought, again, visually, that looked good. It was like, I was like, oh was where was this the whole time of the show? And that whole fight with them when he stabs one in the face and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, yo, this action is great. I would say where the is mutiny was that fire. That's what I'm talking about. The
1: mutiny itself. I was like, this was a so good, good. fight scene. <laughs> right. And I also feel like you you got to actually see the strength of the scrolls. Because mm-hmm.
0: most just of the time when when of we've extremists. been
1: seeing the scrolls fight, it's been like human versus scrolls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the scrolls are like whooping their ass. You don't get to see like a scroll versus scroll or a scroll versus super scroll fight. So that was dope. I was like, hell yeah. And I will say like the second that, because I think Beto tried to talk to him, mm-hmm. you know, like they had planned a mutiny, but he was on some like, I'm going to try to talk to yeah, him. Let's give it one more chance. Fuck we'll it. And all it took was for him to answer that phone and walk away. And a part of me was like, because a part of me was like, oh, you real trusting to turn your back to your people right mm-hmm. now Do you just like murder one of them. Mm-hmm. And when I saw a Homeboy get up with the um, sledgehammer, I was like, oh, oh, right. you like what up? And then he started hitting him. I was like, yeah. Like, you deserve that, right. bro. You're kind of bugging out. And, and, like, and I love on. that though. The thing that bothers me too about the show, there are some things that are nuanced that I appreciate. Like, I think that in other shows, we would have spent the entire show and possibly the entire season wondering why the scrolls wouldn't revolt against yeah, why they blindly you know, um,
0: following him.
1: Gravic, but you know, we wouldn't see it until next season or whatever. Like, we wouldn't see any type of mutiny. I like that, like, you know, it only took four or five episodes for people to go from blindly following Gravic to be like, this dude's bugging, we're going to take him off the throne. Like, that's different to humans, because humans it would require an entire bureaucracy. It would take years to get somebody out of power. You know what I'm saying? The scrolls are like, "Fuck this! Look, we're not. This dude is bugging right now. We're gonna take him out of power right now."
0: And especially because he killed. Um, so David. I did
1: appreciate that, and that's the thing too. Like the realization, like these are people fighting to, well, not people, but you know, a species that's fighting to survive. You almost took out, or they almost lost everybody that they had. Now your plan, essentially, is to risk more of them while going to war. And then you think on top of that, you can kill any of them at will. And it was also something I didn't think of the first time watching it. And watching it again, I realized um, Bravik calls them faceless. I love that line. Pagan thought he
0: had a voice, but he didn't. None of you do. You're faceless and nameless.
1: Oof. Like, (laughs) ooh. Because I didn't think about it, but... um, you know that for them could be taken as derogatory you know because for a species who literally is fighting to have their own identity and whose culture has been wiped away you know who's been forced to be spies essentially for years who have lost everything that they've had you know you you lose your name you do lose your face you do lose your culture and to be called nameless or faceless by someone who you respect who you know, made you feel like you had a purpose, and who's one of you, damn. You know, so I think from my perspective, too, I'd fuck them i fuck him up. You know, I'd be throwing a punch, too. I
0: wish, because, you know, something about me that I like the idea of Gravit kind of showcasing, that like, I'm here to help everyone. I'm here to do, you know, give us a, a, a home and a space and a voice, and then turning out to be like, nah, I just want to have superpowers. Because that's where he's come to now. Is just that the problem is, I feel like, we sh- as the audience should have been in on Gravik's true motives earlier on and and because it's like right now it's like it loses all nuance of his plan because his plan was never because if he was willing to kill his own people you realize his main motivation was to get hold of the harvest even that's why i got mad at P- pagan because Pagan's like you had every every option to kill fury but you didn't and we realized what well, the reason why he didn't is because he wants to get the harvest and so a lot of the, what he's doing is motivated by trying to get the harvest from fury so he can get powers not really about okay. trying to be free in his own everyone be free in his own skin if it takes all the scrolls that he he's working with to get killed in order to achieve that so be it you know he even mentions right. later on that you know the, the risks they're worth the the, the risks because it's not like all the million scrolls side with him it's just those few who are at those camp those base camps and so it's like well destroy them whatever so i can get my war so then I can get what I need. And so it's like the plan kind of starts falling apart. And I just start losing respect for Grabic as a villain. Not necessarily res- losing respect for doing his bad things. Like, he's a villain. It's going to do bad things. I like We like a good right. villain. But it's just like, you know, we it like... It becomes a-, a
1: waste, though, Yeah. also. Like, it feels like a waste of a good yeah, villain. Because yeah. I feel like um, Ben Kingsley dear has done... Or what Kingsley, Kingsley Benadir, Benadir... I feel has done such a good job of... Portraying a villain that we hate, but also um, can sympathize with, or or did, you know? And I feel like in terms of portrayal, in terms of performance, we're getting an A plus performance from all of these actors. I think it's just kind of sad and kind of a disservice that like we don't get to see. I don't know a a plot or a story that makes a little more sense and and has a little more cohesivity. Like a part of me almost feels like we're at the point now. Where Marvel has such a big web to where the shows are stuck in this weird like box almost to where it's like you can talk about things, but you can't talk about this thing. You can't talk about that because this is coming out later. And you can't mention this in this show and and whatever, whatever. But it almost feels like the shows are being like rushed. You know, like there's things in the shows that could be happening that aren't necessarily about the larger universe, but I feel like they're almost like creators are almost shying away from making larger scale shows because they're trying to connect it so hard to the universe which keeps them from like adding a lot more character detail and it's like, I would have loved to see more moments, like you said, where we would have seen more Gravic's motivations, where we could have seen Gravic behind the scenes by himself and not necessarily with or around anyone, you know, or influencing his anger anyone and
0: his real, like Nate spitting right. on himself in the mirror, like, oh, you know, like this kind of thing, right
1: Exactly, <laughs> like you know, like Ted Lasso. Um, but it's like you know, we got to see moments with, um, was uh Amelia Clark? Um, you know, as Gaia, where she's alone, and you kind of get to see her like solo plans and stuff. But we never really get to see any scenes or graphics by himself where he's battling um, the extremists because we don't really know what's going on internally with Gravik and I think that that's a huge issue for the audience. Because we don't know how to gauge him. So I think that that's messing up our connection to the character, you know, because we don't get to see him alone. We only get to see how he influences people around him. So it's like, like for me personally, I feel like it's probably Extremis in his veins that's making him more um, ruthless, making him less, uh, what do you call it, Um, caring, like personable. You know, because as we've seen with humans, extremis makes you almost like animalistic. It heightens a lot of your abilities, but it makes you hyper aggressive, very angry. Like, you know, you're not as compassionate. So it would make sense that Gravik would care less and less and less about the scrolls or less and less about his people and getting his people to a safe haven and care more about fighting, war, you know... Um, any type of negative violence because he does have all of these things coursing through his veins. As an audience, we shouldn't be forced to assume these things Mm -hmm. or have Mm -hmm. to guess these things because ultimately... That's the point of the show, right? Like show us something that makes us feel like, oh well, he's battling with this. So we saw him shoot himself up with this questionable vial. Like we don't know style. what it is, but we know it's in his body and he's unstable. Have Dr. Dalton say something about you can't keep doing this. It's unstable. That's a two-second exactly. scene. Or even like like you know, know, come on. In,
0: in Iron Man three, Tony it is established that Tony does kind of stabilize the extremists. That's how Pepper was saved. But you can still play on the idea that he's trying to mix and match a whole bunch of different things, right? The extremists, right? The color, the, all the different elements. Because
1: it's extremists, it's group, Yeah. Group. In fact, <laughs> you should have had
0: you should have had different episodes where he just puts one, and then he's like, he, and then something happens. He's like, it's not good enough. I need another. It keeps going. It keeps going. And that's how we get instead of all four at right. once. Right. Like he was just he just kept on adding to it. And like you give said, give him
1: some fiery acne or right, something, right. like something that lets us know something's going on under the surface. Mm-hmm. Other than just extend extendo arm yeah. every time it's convenient, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like know. And I love a... Marvel, and I hate having to drag this show right now, but it's unacceptable. It, it, it's is, just... it is
0: unacceptable. I was, gonna, you know, like it's unacceptable again because I don't feel like there's been a secret invasion. Like it's not a secret. No one's invaded
1: anything. It's also been obvious. It's been in the news since episode one. And not that's, and one that's my thing. thing. It has been a quote-unquote secret that the scrolls have done since episode one.
0: For me, the biggest thing about Secret Invasion as a concept, right, was so smart because we've had all kinds of alien invasion narratives through various media. But the great thing about Secret Invasion is that it already happened and we didn't know about it. We're playing catch up to this. Inv- it already happened. They'd already positioned themselves in every key position. You know, not just a few, because in this show it, it only seems as if only a few key positions, but they're still on their way to invade. You know, they still they haven't invaded yet, because even even the scrolls, uh, even the scrolls in the High Council, yes, they would taken over certain things, certain positions, but it didn't seem like they had evil intentions until Gravit got involved. You know, there's no like, right. so it's like so the invasion already happened. <laughs> so it's like
1: so secret, that?
0: the part of secret invasion should have been like. Ravik's already done all this shit. He's just on the final step. Everything's already happened. We are way behind, like, oh, fuck. We're on our own because, oh, we, let's get FBI help. Nope, invade. It's getting it's like Hydra. By the time we got to Hydra, we found out people had been Hydra. It'd been 20 years or so, or whatever, how many years, since Captain America. You know, like, right. they'd been infiltrated for decades. And so we're catching up to all the stuff that Hydra had done, and that should have been it. Where I feel like this story, we're jumping in as Ravik is starting his plan as opposed to the plan that's already been on the way for. That's what we thought. We thought the invasion had been happening. That's why Fury's away all these years, keeping tabs on what's happening, and it's only coming out now because he has to. The invasion hasn't happened. It's almost this show is almost trying to stop the invasion before it happens, as opposed to an invasion. This is just called invasion, not secret invasion.
1: (laughs) And even that... That would have been better going backwards. Mm-hmm. That would have been better years from now, mm-hmm. after we find out about the invasion. And you're like, doing oh. a show that's set in the past, right, and we'd right. be like, oh, everything that we they know failed. Right, right? You <laughs> know, like they failing.
0: You know, like even even things like Secret, uh, uh Winter Soldier, how it affected Shield. You're like, oh shit, everything Shield is falling apart. This has
1: fucked. Everything up. We don't know. Anyone could be bad. The entire MCU changed because, after yeah, Winter because Soldier, Shield. and I think that that's my issue. And I was telling my wife, like my issue with this show is mm-hmm. the fact that like you literally could have called it anything else, mm-hmm. anything Fury. else, and none of us would Call have had a Fury. problem with it. That's what I'm saying. It's it's the show about Nick Fury. Why can we just have any of Nick Fury's actual titles? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like there's it's not like there aren't comics where Nick Fury is the focus. Like we could have just. Use those titles, or like, I was like, I wish the show wasn't called Secret Invasion because then, the show could have ended with the Secret Invasion and mm. we could have been like, Holy shit! This whole time it's it was about secret of, the Secret yeah, Invasion, yeah yeah, 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 You know what I'm and saying? And season like,
0: two is called Secret Invasion,
1: right? <laughs> like this is season one, like,
0: Nick Fury. Season two, Nick Fury. Right. Secret Invasion. Because
1: even she brought it up. She was like, even for example, like uh we all just watched Last of Us recently, the mm. show on HBO. There was one specific episode that was based off of a downloadable content um, bonus game uh, in the game. And the name of the bonus game was called Left Behind. The name of the episode was Left Behind. Had they released the name of the episode before the episode came out... All of the fans would have known what the fuck the episode was about was going to be about. So HBO didn't release the name of the episode until like 24 hours after the episode aired, which could have been a similar thing. You could have kept the name a secret. Literally the name could have been secret. Mm-hmm. It could have just don't even say invasion. We would have we could have speculated the whole time, had no idea, not even seen any scrolls to be honest, or even seen the scrolls that we know. And it could have ended with there's a million no, some, scrolls. No, someone dies. Like,
0: oh. Someone that we, someone that we know, like Rhodey or something, dies. They're like fuck, Rhodey dies, and then changes to a scroll,
1: and they turn green. Oh, That's what shit. I'm saying. <laughs> or even like Talos saying, "There's a million other scrolls on Earth." Could have been wow ending. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Like all of these things are amazing bombs to drop. It's just the fact that the way that they were handled is mm-hmm. trash. I and that's how it feels it feels like you have a grenade in your hand and you just carelessly dropped it whenever you know what I'm saying you didn't toss it you like, didn't make sure the path is clear you just was like fuck it I'm gonna just let the chips fall when I may mean. and that's bullshit and talk about careless
0: you know and we get a really great scene with with, with Sonya when she goes to um, face uh, her boss because she finds out that he's a scrub. you know I love again I love her cockiness just walks right in boom 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 doesn't care that the guards gonna walk in like yeah look at him he's a scrub. Why didn't Fury Rather do that? any
1: official could get somewhere with a gun these days.
0: Well, I get why she gets, because then yeah, she's like the yeah, Nick Fury. She's good though. She's the Nick Fury of British intelligence, but still has her job, so it makes sense why she can get in there. Um, but what I what I'm questioning is when Fury uh, gets pulled at, well, gets stopped at the the hospital by fake Rhodey. Fury's like, "You're a scroll. I'm not gonna know you're a scroll ass," which I like as a word. Scroll ass. You scroll ass mind. You got a scroll ass mind. Rody says to him, The only way you can prove that anything is but to, to put a bullet in my head. But I'm like, No, not. Shoot him in the leg. Like you know, Sonia did. And then you show all the guards. Unless you establish that all the guards are also scrolls. But if they're not, if anyone is a human, you can be like, Yo, he's a scroll. Boom, shoot his leg
1: you turn and even that with the guards you just yeah. got to shoot them all in the leg Yeah,
0: just shoot everyone in the you have
1: get enough shot right? just shoot them all in the just leg when they all like... turn green you'll be standing in a room like, cool. of a bunch of dudes who can't run and are green yeah right it's like <laughs> win-win uh, Adas, speaking <laughs> <of> Sonya, <laughs> and the but... ones who are in green are humans right? and they're gonna be shocked because mm-hmm. they realize the other guys are green right you know there you go Or, or cut a finger off like Sonia did again in a previous episode my thing too why even bring out a gun slice them,
0: right that I did like you could just slice the
1: arm, <laughs> slice the leg, stab it, someone.
0: Is is I like the moment where he's like, "Well, fuck you, then, Roddy." Gun to the face, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it didn't seem like it hurt that much. It just seemed like an annoyance, like a right. petty thing. Because like Roddy just walks away and it's like oh, whatever, because he's a scrawl. Um, let's catch some of the moments that are, are, are in this thing in this episode that kind of stood out as well narratively. I think uh, one of the great moments are. When Gaia and and um, Priscilla together, you know, Fury has told her told Gaia to go meet with her to help bury her father. She'd ask for her help, and I like the moments between them. You know, one one I like the action scene. I like that happens midway through conversation, because that was another good good uh, uh, example of a good action in this show that hasn't been enough. You know, I thought that was really well done. But I like that conversation when when uh, uh, and it's almost similar to conversation Fury has with Gaia where. Priscilla just reminds her that, and we've spoken about this before, that the older scrolls have experience and knowledge that the youngers don't, you know, and so the, sometimes the way the younger ones uh, uh, question the older ones' decisions, the older ones are like, well, it's because X, Y, Z, and, and, and Gaia and Priscilla have a similar moment, you know, with with uh, Gaia questioning, like, her loyalties and what size she picks and everything like that. What do you think of this their moments together? And even, even actually you spoke about, so get on this as well. You spoke about um, the scrolls losing their identity. Guy is reminded of that because she remembers, she says she doesn't know, you know, the, the she can't recite the prayer, you know, when her father was dying, uh, even though uh, Priscilla knew it. So what do you think of their moments together?
1: Um, I love their moments together because, you know, again, it's a, it's different generations, you know, of the same people. And, I think whenever, you know, different generations get together, there's a lot of room for growth and there's so many things that each can learn from one another, you know, and it's a beautiful moment also because Priscilla is someone who's kind of, as much as she remembers, she's kind of removed from the current generation, you know, because she spent however many years being so much of a human, she's more out of touch kind of with, you know, what's going on with Skrulls now. Whereas it's the opposite for Gaia, where she doesn't know the old ways, you know, but she just knows this is what you know we're dealing with now on Earth. Um, I do love those moments, uh, you know. I also think that, you know, a lot of it, I I do appreciate some of the um we call it Cor- correlations between you know scrolls and black culture or yeah. even even like immigrant culture or culture of uh, uh, refugees you know, because there are a lot of people who are forced out of their homes and, you know, have lost so many parts of their culture. And, you know, just speaking from my own experience as being a Black American, um, you know, you realize that this show, you know, the scrolls have been on Earth for, what, 30 years? Mm -hmm. You know, and and already the youngest generation have lost some of their traditions, their prayers, their uh, rituals. You know, you think about how many uh, how many of these traditions we've lost, you know, as a people, as Black Americans over the span of 400, you know, and how many generations, uh, you know, and over how many generations we've just lost information, you know, and how disconnected we are from that homeland. Um, you know, it's sad, and I do love that the show kind of touches on that moment. Uh, but, you know, it, it also just goes to show, you know, also like Gaia's fight, I do think a lot of the show is, gearing us up for you know kind of the origin story of Gaia rising to some Mm. type of being some type of big uh some type of big character maybe overall she's kind of the The in between you know she's somewhere in between right and she's somewhere in between like you know good and bad she understands and sides with her dad but she also sides with Gravik um on certain things so I'm interested to see what that means but again I appreciate the conversation and uh, seeing her have to bury her dad. And like she said, you know, my dad is a general. He should have, you know, he should have uh, what, however yeah. many people mourning.
0: Yeah, but but but, uh, but um, Priscilla tells her well, he wouldn't have liked all that big display.
1: Right. Which is also the truth, yeah. you know? And I love that. But, um, you know, it's a touching scene. And I love that we got to see Gaia and Priscilla connect because apparently I guess they've never met. Because when she walked in the building, mm-hmm. you know, Priscilla's question was, you know, did they send you to kill me or whatever? So maybe they met, but haven't seen each other in a long time. But she um, also knows but... that she
0: worked with Gravick, right? So that's why right, she right, expected exactly. someone to come, to come for her. True, true, mm-hmm. true, true. And, and... Yeah,
1: I did love their last moments together. And I also love the question of, but did he ever admire you and your skin? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that line.
0: I love that line. And again, it goes back yeah. into the previous episode where fury says guess we'll never know you know mm. and and again it's just what i like about that is also highlighting these characters as having their flaws but they, mm. they you know they but they have their principles at the same time and you know you spoke about Gravic earlier on seeing his perspective on things i wish we saw that perspective through gaia because through that you can understand because Gaia should have been closer to him like as a right-hand person yeah, instead of someone like Paige, right. it should have been Gaia. With it always Gaia. felt
1: like she didn't trust him, yeah. so I'd never like. She should have been committed. Wasn't a big deal,
0: until the killings happened, and that's where she draws the line in the killings, and especially treating your own. You know, we should have seen earlier on that like, he's you to sacrifice his own even, and that's when she really draws the line because you're not because you're not about saving us, you're about yourself, and that's what should have caused her switch. You know, and and I think that could have been because I, I I like her being in the middle of both. But having a line that she was not willing to cross—that—that's the thing that separates her from from graphic and separates a lot of the scrolls from graphic. Is that there's a, yes, they get close to that line, they understand what they need to do, but there's a line they won't cross. Because I like what Fury spoke to her about, and you speak of like African American history, and things like that. And Fury talks to her, talks to her about um the the I think it's the painting, and on the wall, and
1: um yeah, in the area that they were was an area in, in that Brixton, um...
0: in London, in England, London
1: yeah brixton was where uh what was it uh west Indies. Uh, west indians was it refugees from the west indies mm-hmm. gathered together um do you know that area at
0: all yeah yeah, yeah brixton is in london it's not it's an area i frequented a lot uh living in london Are there?
1: Is it still black oh yeah brixton is like not like that but like but, you know, i mean i mean like very Indian much neighborhood
0: yeah brixton is very much a, a community of, of of black people of various uh types it's it's like or, or people of color it's like you know if you went to new york in like harlem Things like that, you know, where you expect you're going to see more people of color than anything else, and people of immigrant descent, anything else, and so that that was actually uh that made sense. And I like that narrative where he speaks about, you know, because you know, again, the the perspective of the young is different, you know, and skewed. Where where she's like, oh, he didn't do anything; he gave up. And it's like, no, he chose the the path of struggle. And because knowing, and like we spoke about previous episodes. As much as uh, uh, Talos wanted to just take over and do anything, he knows what humans are capable of. He knows you're going to lose that fight. He knows as a fact you will not win that fight. So you have to take the other part of struggle and just have to kind of, unless your whole entire culture and your people be wiped out. So you've got to play the slow, longer game and have a hope for a future because if you rush it, you are dead. As much as he wants to kind of rush it, he's seen it. He must have you up. You know, there was a battle of Earth. Uh,
1: they defeated he,
0: things. <laughs> right? The only planet. Don't forget, not just many planets tried and failed. Earth was the only planets one. that were stronger, <laughs>
1: that had more technology, right, that right. were more advanced. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, got taken out and quickly mm-hmm. and swiftly. Mm-hmm. You know, by Thanos. So, so you know, put, put some respect on Earth right, right, and the humans' right. name. So you, gotta you know, we're not longer. the ones to fuck with. Not we're not the ones in the galaxy. <laughs> you know, for you to be fucking with out here. You know, pick pick a fight with somebody else. Right, right. Um, you know, we spoke
0: about, I mentioned earlier about, the, I wish the show was from the perspective of Sonya. And what would, I think, one of the things I liked was uh, Fury and Sonya together. And I almost wish, as much as I love Talus and Fury's relationship, I almost wish Talos died earlier and the show focused on Fury and Sonya. Because I like them together. <laughs> one, I love the fact that she likes uh, 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 um, uh, British music, specifically Stormzy she's got great music taste (laughs) she's like yep this is what we're doing
1: (laughs) he said this is what we're doing yep this is what we're doing i'm like yes (laughs) yes
0: and then also i liked how she handled the scroll when the 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 male scrolls tries to take over the woman hold her hostage and she's like yeah blah blah whatever boom shoots him in the face i was like yeah that's what fury would do that's why i like sonya just shoot him straight in the face (laughs) like didn't even hesitate
1: it's like why are we playing games right if Nick Fury knows you're a scroll, why wouldn't Nick Fury just stab you in the leg no, or not. shoot you or like anything? he should have like no mark this Nick is the man Fury.
0: who stuck Colson's cards in his own blood to convince the Avengers to avenge? Like he doesn't
1: he's care. He's a sick man.
0: Like he doesn't care. He will shoot you in the face. You know, like that's what He will manipulate <laughs> a
1: dead body to right? prove a point and motivate people. You're telling me <laughs> this guy doesn't know what's going on? How? I just can't believe it. I did like... Good afternoon, it, Scrolls.
0: I did like I the, the um edition of the Widow's Veil. Because she comes to the airport. I was like, that guy looks weird. But I get in a good way. Also, God.
1: at first, I was like, did they put Sam Jackson in Whiteface? <laughs> we gonna talk about this? Because <laughs> I was squinting looking yeah. at it. I was like... They didn't put him in white makeup, right? That's like a whole different actor. Yeah, that's a
0: whole different actor. I think they just made to look like it's a mask, but it's a whole different actor.
1: But I was laughing. I was like, ooh, I don't know if this is appropriate. But <laughs> Disney, I, I don't know if we could do that, man.
0: I like that Sonia calls him out. It's like, damn, billions of dollars from the technology. All you can do is cover your face. And he mentions, no, it's an old version. They do have new versions that cover the whole body. I wonder what that's telling us. You know, like there's, there's widow's veils that can cover your whole body.
1: But see, my thing is. Even that could have been the secret invasion, right, and right, that right. would have been better. Right. <laughs> People in fucking technology dressed right. <laughs> in a whole disguise as literally someone else using tech. Because at this point, I don't even care about the scrolls. Just give me the invasion right. I was looking forward to. I want to. I want to. Oh shit! At some at some reveals. Okay, I want to be blown away.
0: Just well, nah. the episode ends with a Fury at one of his many, many, many grave sites. Apparently. Uh, picking up the harvest and, and uh, like that. going back in He'll fury mode, in the you know, opening the, the, the crypts, getting out the drawers, getting his eye patch, boom, getting his jacket, boom, getting his gun, chick, chick.
1: getting his shaft jacket.
0: Mm. Even he has the walk when he walks out. I was out. like, okay, I'm shaft. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Fury's back. He's on this game. Right. Though, I have to say, a bit dramatic, Nick, or I should say, a bit, dra- bit dramatic, Fury. You didn't need to put them all in separate drawers, they could all fit in one. Like it's an eye patch, a jacket it's an eye patch, and a, and a, and a gun. <laughs> you can stack them on top of each other. Just you don't have to be like. Uh, I did like the 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 way to open the the the, the tombstone was like,
1: like yeah, that's. Clean. I was like
0: breath. That's yes. fire because you can't kill me. You need me because you need my breath. And if I'm dead, there's no right. breath. If I'm dead, you can probably get an eye scan or a fingerprint, but you cannot get my breath. No breath scan. No. That. that. was that's that cool. That was cool. Right. there
1: There's certain things, but I was also like, you should have done this in episode three.
0: Right? <laughs> right. Gosh.
1: I'm like, uh, you waited this long to get the eye patch.
0: I just think I don't know, I think I, I think um I don't know what surprises could be left in this show that would have be like, oh, that's redeemed everything. I don't care what happened before it. This is what's I don't mind this is where it was always going in the first place. I don't know right now if we can do it. Cause again, for me, like you said before, I want to see Nick Fury. That's Nick fucking Fury. You know, I don't right. mind him slipping up and giving us a reason for him to slip up and all that stuff. But he's still got to be Nick fucking Fury. And, and I don't see. And one, if you, if you're not giving me Nick fucking Fury, you got to give me a better reason than what you've told me. Oh, he's getting old, old. He was affected. He's, he's, he's got PTSD. Got, he's got like PT-
1: bro, he wasn't even that like,
0: you weren't you the only blip. one. Other you people, you like things that give people PTSD should be something that feeds and fuels Nick Fury. Like I understand why everyone else got PTSD, but this is Nick Fury. You don't get PTSD. Your PTSD is like would blow other people's minds. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Like what gives Nick Fury PTSD would destroy but other people.
1: He is literally the product of trauma. So I feel like no offense to you, Nick, but like you were born in it. So right. like, how crazy is? anything that's happening right now you know what i'm saying like you had your time and even that like how much did you actually feel you were blipped yeah you know we've like seen you didn't have what to was go it through in? the pain of like losing your wife or whatever what was it in was it black widow i think it was black
0: widow what we saw from from um her sister what was a sister called played by florence pugh elena uh,
1: elena El-
0: no is it elena that's not elena it's
1: um
0: yelena yelena yeah, with a wife. Yelena, close. Yeah, Yelena. <laughs> we see her perspective because when she goes to the house and then everything the background just changes. So from we saw it, remember that was a cool shot we saw in 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 yeah. um in uh Hawkeye. You see
1: the difference of the five years. Yeah, yeah it was, was in really Hawkeye. Good. I think
0: it was in Hawkeye. And yeah, it where you went to her house. And then the background just changes. So from her point of view, she went to the bathroom, everything changes, she walks out, everyone's different. So from them it was instantaneous. So then why are that's you... That's what I'm saying. So why are you sad, bro? <laughs> like,
1: what what are you talking about? It's
0: the survivors who have the guilt and who had the pain. You weren't a survivor. And that's how I almost wish he was a survivor and didn't get uh, 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 snapped away. Because yeah, it they, seems it,
1: pointless that they flipped him at all.
0: Yeah. So it's like...
1: Same with Maria. Didn't Maria blip? Yeah. She just got here. Which makes sense why she would be sad like you abandoned us. Because, like, bro, you were. I was also gone, like... What are you sad about that I'm not? Exactly, alive?
0: that's what I'm saying. And it's we just like, lost
1: as a team, side by side, and now you're acting
0: weird. You weren't even in the battle. I'm sorry, but you got snapped while you were driving a car. That's what I'm
1: saying. You <laughs> was out chilling in the city, like you wasn't even, you wasn't shooting in the gym. Like right? what you talking about?
0: Like
1: come you on, know, now you're talking about practice. Like what? Come and, on.
0: And, and that's, that's my thing. Is also here's my question: Has the show? And again, we could get these examples. Uh, explanation. I'm not saying it's not going to ever do this, but we had the penultimate. We we were about to see the final episode. Has the show satisfactorily explained to you, Raven, why Fury and 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 Captain Marvel dropped the ball on finding the scrolls a new home?
1: No, there's so many things that just didn't even need to be brought up in the show. Like if we weren't going to address it, you could have just kept that to yourself. Like
0: I like the yeah. ideas and motivation. I think it was just more of like, oh, that's great motivation for the scrolls. Oh, they promised a new home, they didn't find it. But and again, you could get, maybe give us a narrative later, but I don't know how much it does for us later if unless it's a scroll story, which is what we're showing now. You can't tell us this in the Marvels because that's not a scroll story. So why tell us why they didn't find a home for the scroll there? We should have found out here. Get a perspective. Like I don't know that Fury had tried. I don't know how hard he tried to find them a home. I don't know how I tried how hard uh, uh, Captain Marvel tried. He hasn't
1: even spoken about it. I don't know how sad he is that his best friend died. Like I don't know anything. His like guilt, I don't. I don't know what's going on with him or it
0: <laughs> Based on this episode, his only guilt he finds is is because he's like that's why I came back is because he was responsible for the harvest and now Grab's gonna get hold of it. So it's like that's why I came back your guilt should also be, I didn't find them a home. And I had like, has that been on his mind? Did he kind of just let it go? Like, or like I does? abandoned my wife. There's right, so right. many things that right. he should
1: be sad about, like, or that he should have came back for, you know, or the fact that I created technically a rebellion, you know, so technically like, the scrolls are doing literally all of this because of me. like, I don't know. I don't know. Cause we just found out about the harvest.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And, and he, we just found out about, and he's that. saying, Oh, that's why I came back. It's like, just because of that, then why didn't you get the harvest in the first place? So
1: I'm saying so when well, you first you got, got back... down to earth, why didn't you hide <laughs> Why Why didn't you destroy the harvest well, and exactly. be like that's my thing? Why don't you destroy for? it? It's gone.
0: But even now, why don't you destroy it? It's gone. Now what? Destroy it and then put put some some pea in a in a vial and say to Grab Kiga, here's the harvest. <laughs> right. Sip it. You gotta take it orally, huh? Ah, you sip my pee. Just listen this We're not is. above uh criticizing our heroes because you want them to do better because i know they can do better
1: i just yeah do better marvel and that's where i'm at right now kevin come on come on come on
0: anyway what do you nerdies think about uh, secret invasion and marvel mcus yes. at this point let us know find us on social media we'd like to hear your thoughts we still have lots to marvel about i'm still looking forward to marveling about various things it's just they need to need to get me more excited we have one episode left as we record this it's in about 10 hours it'll be airing we shall find out uh, uh how that turns out hopefully raven and i will I have just
1: realized it's airing on my birthday yeah like it is oh it like, better be that's what I'm saying <laughs> you're giving me a birthday episode if it, i'm gonna be so upset if it's trash like <laughs> fucking, you know what just ah I'm signing off <laughs> keep it nerdy y'all uh, <laughs> peace, peace. <laughs>